Welcome to this podcast recorded for ESMA Open Cancer Horizons. My name is Anna Burkov and I'm interviewing today Professor Gerda Egger on the topic epigenetic biomarkers in cancer. Dear Professor Egger, thank you so much for taking your time to record this podcast for ESMA Open Cancer Horizons. Hi Anna, thanks a lot for your invitation to broadcast the podcast and I'm, I'm very pleased to, to join you for this uh, session today. Thanks. So coming to my first question, which are some treatment-relevant epigenetic biomarkers in cancer today? So uh, maybe let me start um, just explaining briefly what, what we understand when we talk about epigenetic biomarkers in cancer, because epigenetics are, are mechanisms that involve um, several different flavors, uh, including DNA methylation, chromatin modifications or chromatin Uh, related changes uh, or microRNA expression. So all these are really changed and altered in, in cancer cells as compared to normal cells. And when we um, talk about epigenetic biomarkers, um, I would say that the research and uh, development is, is really most promising in terms of DNA methylation biomarkers. Uh, because DNA methylation is a very stable um, modification of DNA, which can be readily assessed. And uh, so uh, there have been actually huge um, consortial studies revealing that um, you can diagnose tumors or you can differentiate between a tumor and a normal um, associated or um, um, adjacent tissue just based on DNA methylation. And the, the more aggressive a tumor gets, the higher the changes in DNA methylation also get. So, so when we now want to talk about um, biomarkers, so, so we know a lot already like on a scientific basis, but only a few or a handful have really made it into the clinics um, and which can be used now for, for mainly diagnosis and early detect, detection and, and, and other um, diagnostic um, issues. So when you ask me for treatment-relevant epigenetic biomarkers, we are really so far quite limited and and but there's a very promising one which is mgmt methylation so the mgmt gene is a dna repair gene um, and when this gene is methylated which means that the gene is then switched off uh, this is a really um, um, very strong predictive marker of response to um, um, alkylating chemotherapy so meaning that uh, tumors which carry this hypermethylation are very sensitive to this therapy, but also to, to radiotherapy. Uh, there have been some other reports for colon cancer, uh, which is also um, a very distinct cancer entity in terms of, of DNA methylation, because there we have this so-called SIMP phenotype, which is a hypermethylation phenotype. So, so we have a subgroup of tumors which are highly methylated, um, and, and these um, can kind of help you classify the tumor, and, and these are very often microsatellite instable tumors and also respond um, better or have a better uh, prognosis and respond better to chemotherapy. So I, I, in essence, these are really uh, quite a very few examples. I mean, research is going on and we, we, will, uh, we will hopefully find uh, a lot of other clinically or treatment relevant uh, biomarkers in, in, in the future. Thank you so much for this explanation. So getting a little bit more into detail, what exactly is measured when we're analyzing an epigenetic biomarker? As I mentioned before, we have different mechanisms uh, belonging all to the epigenetic machinery. And if we want to focus again on DNA methylation, 
So, so what you measure is actually a chemical modification um, to DNA. So, so in our DNA, we have the four bases, C, T, A, G, and C being the cytosine uh, can be modified by DNA methylation, uh, always if it's next to a guanine, so a CPG dinucleotide. So that means what we measure is exactly this modification. Um, and, and we have a lot of important tumor suppressors or, or, or genes in, in our genome which usually don't carry these CPG marks in their promoters because they have to be active. In a lot of tumors, uh, we know tumor suppressors get lost either by mutation or by, by deletion, but also by DNA hypermethylation. So, so now these promoters carry a lot of these CPG methylation sites, and uh, this means that they are switched off. And, and that's exactly what we measure. So we look whether this um, cytosine um, carries the methyl group or not. And therefore, we can then distinguish by the level of DNA methylation. So getting maybe a little bit more even deeper in detail, what kind of information is retrieved when using an epigenetic biomarker? And how does this differ from markers uh, based on protein or gene expression? So, so what we get is information based on DNA. So we measure uh, a chemical modification to, to our genome. Uh, so when we compare this uh, to, to protein or gene expression, uh, we look kind uh, whether a gene is um, expressed and whether the, the RNA which is transcribed is then translated into protein. So this is kind of the end stage of when we read the information of, of our DNA. Uh, the problem being when we measure gene expression or protein, uh, especially in, in, in patient samples, um, is that these are very unstable. So it's very difficult to extract a, a good quality RNA from, from patient samples. However, DNA um, is, is very stable and uh, DNA methylation is, is even more stable or is also very stable. So that means that this is a very sensitive assay to, to assay, and it, it is very robust, um, and, and it can be measured in, in diverse tissues, even if they're fixed and informally, and so we can also do um, retrospective studies in, in archive tissues, um, and, and that's a great advantage of, of using these epigenetic biomarkers or DNA methylation as a biomarker. You already um, lined out a little bit the specific tissue handling. Um, so what analytical obstacles have to be taken into account if analyzing epigenetic biomarkers? So in, in general, as I mentioned, um, we, we look at DNA. DNA is very stable. Um, methylation is very stable. And uh, we, have, uh, we have developed several assays. Uh, the, the golden standard of assays always is due to a chemical modification in vitro called bisulfite conversion. So, so what we do there is we, we treat the genomic DNA with a bisulfite salt, with, which uh, helps us to distinguish between methylated and unmethylated cytosines because unmethylated cytosines are, are deaminated into uracil. So that means we get a SNP, a, a nucleotide polymorphism, uh, because the methylated cytosine stays a cytosine. So that means we can distinguish uh, based on the sequence after this bisulfite treatment. Um, so, so this is kind of um, a little bit tricky because um, you, you have to handle uh, these samples with, with care. Uh, and you have to be sure that your bisulfite treatment is, is complete uh, in order to interrogate then the initial DNA methylation. Um, other than that, um, it's 
it's really a, a very stable, so we can use even liquid biopsies like blood, um, urine, sputum, or, or else uh, from, from body fluids to, to integrate DNA methylation there. For example, in circulating free DNA, which is shed from the tumor, uh, we can measure DNA methylation in exosomes even, so like in microvesicles, which come from tumors. So um, overall, I, I must say, um, the tissue handling, of course, you, you should always um, kind of uh, have your standard procedures to, you know, if you have a liquid biopsy to, to store it appropriately and to, to make sure that you don't have any contaminating normal cells in your liquid biopsy. However, when you look at tumor-specific DNA methylation, even the, 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 the normal blood cells, which could be in your, in your liquid biopsy, will not be such a, a, a big deal, I would say, because you really look for tumor-specific markers. And if you would look for a, for a mutation, for example, you always have to be careful not to have too much normal DNA in there. So, so in other words, these assays are very sensitive and, and mostly very specific. Thank you so much for this overview, Professor Egger, and thank you to all our listeners. Check out our website for more podcasts from Esma Open Cancer Horizons. Goodbye.